Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where your spirit is fed, your faith grows stronger, and you and I learn how to be overcomers. Uh, it's God's will that you not be defeated, but that you overcome, that you triumph over and over again throughout life. Uh, uh, living by faith doesn't assure that you have no challenges, that you have no issues to deal with. Uh, it, it assures that you overcome them, that you're victorious over them. Faith is uh, a spiritual thing. It's of the heart, of the heart man believes, Romans says. It must be fed, just like your body must be fed, your spirit must be fed. And so uh, it's one of the big reasons we have faith school. That's why we said your spirit's fed, your faith grows stronger. Get your Bible and come on into the class and let's get to that, making that happen, letting the Lord do it for us. Father, we all agree is touching this, asking in prayer for the anointing, for the, the moving and working of your Holy Spirit who teaches and reveals, quickens. And Lord, uh, your scripture said that you sent your word and healed them and delivered them from uh, destruction and death. And we know that it, it was your will, it is your will. You never change. And we pray that that would happen in this class and from this class going out over these uh, uh, airways and in every medium, let your word come into the lives and minds and bodies of the hearers and recipients and manifest in them your healing power, your delivering power, your restoring power. And get glory to yourself in it, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And everybody ought to say, I receive that. I receive that. I receive that. In Jesus' name. Um, look with me again in Matthew 9. We began yesterday on a new series here at Faith School that we're calling Faith for Healing. Faith works the same in every area. We spent you know, many weeks talking about what faith is and how it works from Hebrews 11. And faith is the same. Uh, it's, it's a measure actually of God's own faith that he has put in us, his children. But you can, it's possible to have faith strong in one area, but weak or not at all in another area. And so you'll find sometimes folks that their faith is strong that God forgives, uh, but they, they don't have faith at all that he heals. And it's not because they can't have it. It's because they, that faith has not been fed. Faith hasn't been fed in that area, and it hasn't been used in that area. And so that's, one of the, that's why we're talking now about faith for healing. Perhaps in process of time, we'll talk about faith for other things and other areas. But you won't have faith for something unless you've been fed from the Word on that. Faith comes how? By hearing. And faith for healing comes by hearing the Word on healing. 
We saw yesterday in Matthew, the ninth chapter, uh, about the woman that had the, uh, the hemorrhage, the issue of blood, verse 20. There was a woman that was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. She came behind and touched the hem of Jesus' garment, for she said within herself, If I may touch but his garment, I shall be whole. And Jesus, but Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And so we, we noticed also that in these 20 or so individual cases of healing and deliverance mentioned in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that the majority of these cases, uh, the individual's healing was referenced. Jesus spoke directly and specifically about the, the role their faith played in their healing. And so I'll, I'll go over it again uh, quickly that we, we saw that this woman, Jesus told her, her faith made her whole. The centurion servant, he said, as you have believed, so be it done to you. The two blind men, he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. The Syrophoenician woman, great is your faith, be it unto you even as you will. Blind Bartimaeus, go your way, your faith has made you whole. Um, the woman, excuse me, Jairus' daughter, he said, uh, fear not, believe only, uh, she'll be made whole. The, the man, one of the ten lepers that was healed, he said, arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole. Now, there are other instances where you see faith, and it was referenced to a little bit differently, but how many times does the Lord have to say it for us to realize this is where we should be focusing our attention? This is what we should be emphasizing. Now, one of the things that will answer so many questions relative to healing is when you realize it is not a side issue uh, in the Word of God. I've had people, you know, want to take us to task and uh, got a letter some years ago about Folks saying uh, from, from a group, they say, we don't preach all that healing stuff. We just preach the gospel. Well, you'll find that uh, what Paul preached and called the gospel, people got faith to be healed from it. Uh, what Jesus preached, people got faith to be healed from it. And this separation of healing from forgiveness has been one of the core causes of confusion. Healing is not a side message. It is part of the one and only gospel. Part of it. You'll find Jesus spent a lot of his time ministering to people who were sick. Won't you? And did he, when did he change? Will he ever change? No. If there had been something more important to emphasize, he would have. I've heard people say, well, he was just proving that he's the Son of God. It doesn't take ten scores of thousands of healings to prove that. A few special signs and wonders demonstrates that. 
No, we're told that the people were healed, masses of people were healed to fulfill the scripture. In, in Matthew 8, it talks about because it was written, himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains, quoting Isaiah 53. Well, Isaiah 53, if, as you read it, it talks about him bearing our sins and bearing the chastisement of our peace and by his stripes we are healed. When Jesus went to the cross, he did not go in part. He went spirit, soul, body. He offered himself up spirit, soul, body. He obtained a redemption for all of us. Spirit, soul, body. Did he, child of God? When he said, it is finished, do you think he left anything out? Any part of it out? No, no. He has redeemed us from all the curse of the law. And if you study that in Deuteronomy and Galatians and other places, you'll see it, it affected spiritually, mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, uh, financially. We have been redeemed. Either the sin and curse and death issues have been dealt with, or they have not. And in Christ, they have been. I said they have been. Praise God. One thing you'll notice that's, that's worth a lot of uh, focus. In Matthew 9 that we looked at here originally, this woman said in verse 21, she said within herself, if I may touch but his garment, may but touch his garment, I shall be whole, whole. Now this word uh, translated from the Greek to the English here, whole, is the word sozo, S-O-Z-O, you know, in the dictionary, I think they pronounce it with kind of a D sound, sozo. But the reason I'm talking about it is because this same word is translated save and heal. It's also translated made whole, as you see right here. You would be consistent in translating compared to numerous other passages if you had translated it like this, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be saved saved. But Jesus turned him about when he saw her. He said, daughter, be of com good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Guess which word that is? Sozo. <laughs> and the woman was made whole. Guess what word that is? Sozo. So three times in two verses, we see this word. What, what does the word mean? Well, it means just exactly what, what we think, save, to save. But what we need to put beside it is saved from what? <laughs> yeah, there is saved from hell, saved from sin, saved from judgment. There's also saved from disease, saved from pain. Saved from debilitation. Saved from having your life cut short. Huh? Saved from poverty and lack. Saved from depression and mental anguish. When you say, I'm saved, you said a bunch. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Saved from what? The Lord didn't just save us partially. But now if all you hear is that you're saved from sin and that forgiveness is available to you, that's all you'll have faith for. You won't have faith to receive any other thing except what you have heard and what you've accepted. And in most of our churches, that's the only thing that's been preached and taught, is that we've been saved from our sins. We've been saved from judgment. We've been saved from hell. And thank God we have. But here you see the very same word translated made whole. And the, and the, the master said, your faith has sozoed you. Huh? When he said, your faith has made you whole, the same exact phrase is translated, your faith has saved you. Now let me, uh, let me read this to you, places where it's translated that way. In Luke 7, 48 and 50, there was a woman that others called her a, a sinful woman. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. That's the same word, sozo. That with the woman with the issue of blood, he told her the same phrase. Now in the King James Bible, it doesn't come across that way. And it's because of people's wrong thinking. People, even the translators, separate forgiveness from healing as two different things. That, yeah, forgiveness now, that's the gospel, and that's, that's redemption. But healing, you know, God could heal if He uh, wanted to, if it was His will. He could. But uh, that's not, that doesn't belong to us, and it's not always His will. Well, that is wrong thinking, that is unscriptural talk. He said, your sins are forgiven. And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Now he's not talking to her about a physical healing, but he used the exact same words as the woman with the issue of blood. Your faith has sozoed you. Go in peace and be sozoed. <laughs> be whole, whole. The word sozo is translated saved, it's translated healed, it's translated made whole. Hallelujah. Anybody stirred up about this? Uh, Matthew 1, 21. It says, talking about uh, Mary, she'll bring forth a son. You'll call his name Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. He will sozo. His people from their sins. Acts 2.47. It said the Lord added to the church daily such as should be sozoed. <laughs> but that's the same phrase that's translated healed. Healed. Or made whole. Luke 18.42. Jesus said to the, uh, the blind uh, person. Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Now in this case, they were physically healed from blindness, 
but sure the translators translated it saved because it's the word sozo, just like saved from sin. What, well, is he talking about they're saved from sin? No. What were they saved from? Blindness. They were saved from having to go through the rest of their life blind. Thank God, the same God who forgives, heals. And it's based on the same sacrifice, the same work of redemption, and it's received the same way. Now, friend, you, you get a hold of this, faith student, it'll be hard to contain yourself the rest of the day. I'm telling you, because you will learn how to receive healing so easily, so easily. It works the same way. Look with me in Acts, excuse me, Ephesians rather. Ephesians, the second chapter, they'll, they'll put it up on our amazing uh, self-writing chalkboard that we have. <laughs> I know our classroom looks old school, but we got some new tech too. <laughs> In Ephesians 2, verse 8, very familiar verse of Scripture, it says, For by grace you are what? Saved. Saved. Reckon what word you think that could be there? Sozo. sozo. By, by grace you are sozo. Through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation. We, we need mind renewal in this area. When you hear salvation, do you think healing? Most people don't. They don't. And that's a problem. That's a mistake. That's a gap in your understanding because I just got through saying this word sozo, you see it translated equally. Saved or healed. Saved or healed. This is not a, a, a new thought. Anybody remember Psalm 103? Huh? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Do you remember that? And he starts mentioning benefits. And the first two benefits he mentions is what? He forgives. Everybody say forgives. He forgives all your iniquities. Benefit number two. He heals all your diseases. Forgives. Heals. Same sentence. Same phrase, forgives and heals, forgives and heals. I, I know um, I heard uh, some years ago, uh, Brother T.L. Osborne, great evangelist who's gone home to be with the Lord now, and I've heard others say a similar thing um, in writings of other great evangelists and, and healing ministers that said if they could get to areas of the world that had never heard the gospel at all, and when they preach to them and tell them that Jesus saves and forgives, they told them in the same breath, he heals. 
then the people don't know any better but just to receive healing when they get saved. You know what I mean by better? (laughs) They don't know any different because man's theology hadn't gotten to them to explain to them why healing's not for everybody or why it's, it's not, you know, when you say it's not for everybody, you're saying it's not part of the gospel. You're saying it's not part of what, because if it's part of what Jesus did and the scourging pose and the cross, it's got to be for everybody, right? And it never changes. There is no blessing, no benefit available to us except through Christ. Hmm? And you got people trying to say, well, yeah, you know, healing, God can do anything. And so if he wants to heal, he could but they don't want you to say it's part of the redemptive work. Why? Because that means it's just as available as forgiveness. But that's the truth. I said, that's the truth. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what happened. Jesus took our sins and he paid the price for it. But how many know in the same Bible says he took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses and carried our pains? Did he do it? Well, if taking our sins allows us forgiveness, why doesn't taking our sickness allow us healing? In the same way, in the same work, it does. It does. He forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. Don't you like the word all? All. All. What failure will he not forgive you of? He will forgive you all your iniquities. What disease won't he heal you of? It says all. All. I know a friend of mine years ago, we were early days of studying Bible school and and, uh, he said, uh, he told us at lunch one day, he squinted his eyes, he said, I have done some in-depth study on this word all, Uh, you know, deep etymological study. (laughs) And I I, I studied its its Hebrew roots and and its Greek roots and Chaldean and and Syrian, and, and he went on and on. And he said, what I have concluded is that this word uh, translated from the Greek and and Hebrew into the English, A-L-L, all, what it really means is all. (laughs) It means means all. (laughs) Does it? Does all mean all? (laughs) What is all? All is everything included, nothing excluded, all Your iniquities, he forgives. Now, you see, most people in most churches, you don't have to try to convince them of that. They believe it's God's will to forgive. They don't even question that. You'll never hear them pray if somebody comes to the altar to receive Jesus. You'll never hear them catch their hand and say, wait, now, you know, before you do this, let's just pray. We don't know God's will. It might not be God's will to forgive you, but if it be thy will, Lord, you'll never hear people pray that. Why? Why won't they pray that? Because they're convinced Jesus t- 
took the sins. He paid the price. It must have been his will. Right? If he'd have wanted us unforgiven, all he'd have had to do is nothing. Leave us in our lost state. Him going to that great length to do this proves his will, demonstrates his will. He never told anybody that came to him that it wasn't his will to forgive them or to go away and come back that be forgiven later. But he nor did he ever tell anybody it wasn't God's will to heal them or to go away and come back and maybe they could get it later. These are fabrications of confused men. Now I'm not, I'm not judging. I believed the same wrong thing years ago. I, I prayed the same wrong prayer years ago myself. I prayed for the people. God, you know, please heal our dear sister. If it, I'm, I'm thinking about a specific time. I was in the hospital with my pastor praying for somebody. I prayed these words. Lord, if it be thy will, heal our dear sister. But if not, thy will be done. Ignorance, brother, sister. This is a prayer of ignorance. And you are not ready to uh, pray the prayer of faith until you have settled the question of God's will. You are not ready to have faith for healing. You can't have faith for healing. Just like you couldn't have faith for forgiveness. If you're still questioning whether it's God's will for you to even be saved or not. Or for you to be forgiven. No, thank God. There, there are some things we don't know, obviously. And there's some things about the plan that we need to say, Lord, if it be thy will, we don't know. Show us your will. But there are other things that the Bible is very clear on and has revealed we should not question the will of God. It's his will for all to be saved. It's his will for everybody to be forgiven. And it is also his will for everybody to be healed, sozoed, sozoed, and made Whole. Oh, glory to God. Do you believe it? Yes. Jeremiah 17, 14 says it like this. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Hallelujah. In the same phrase. Save me, and I'll be saved. Heal me, and I'll be healed. Really, you're saying the same thing, aren't you? It's based on the same work. Her faith made her whole, sozoed her. Their faith saved them, whether it's saved from sin or saved from sickness. The source of the deliverance is the same, and the way you receive it is the same, even our faith. Praise be to God. Is this stirring up anybody at all? Amen. We're growing. We're developing. Come back tomorrow because we're going to get some more. We're going to feed some more. Said out loud, I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time here at Faith School. I've got the Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.